This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And you get to actually control the content of the website. Uh, if you would like, or you can just go and surf it and enjoy. But if you want, you can uh, find something online that you think is interesting and submit it as show prep to freetalklive.com. It will then uh, display on our website, and then others who view the site get to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what it is that you've suggested as prep. And you get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website, at least until it's replaced by something else, because it's always, you know, there's always something fresh being submitted to the site. But that's thanks to listeners like you. If our listeners didn't submit anything to the site, there'd be nothing there. So it's all thanks to you. And there's a lot of stuff submitted. Yeah. Over at freetalklive.com. And also now with pretty significant spam controls, there was an issue with spam earlier in 2011, and our tech gurus have uh, solved that problem. You, If you're a brand new member over at freetalklive.com, you will have your posts moderated for a short time until the moderators are certain that you're not some robot attempting to sell Rorex watches uh, <laughs> on the website. So, freetalklive.com. Head over there. Get interactive. The insanity continued this morning here in Keene, New Hampshire. And I just, you know, figured I'd give you an update on uh, what's going on here because it's, it's <laughs> I find it particularly outrageous. And I, I think that uh, other people might be interested in this. So, just to briefly recap, and Nemi, you're aware of a lot of this. You've seen the videos. Yes. Uh, I don't know how many of the videos you've seen, Mark. I know you're not a video-watching kind of guy. Uh, so, Derek J., who's on Tuesday nights, and I have been banned from the courthouse property, as well as a, a handful of other activists, uh, Kelly and Kate. Uh, Kate's one of our bloggers over at freekeen.com. We've been banned from the courthouse property for allegedly harassing the bureaucrats there. Now, what do they consider harassing? Well, first of all, no one has ever been convicted of harassing. There's never been a court trial. It's just pieces of paper handed out. Right. They just said this to us. And what do they consider harassing? Well, we had our friend Jason Talley from Talley.tv. He was arrested, along with Kelly, in this very courthouse because they didn't stand up fast enough for the judge. Well, they basically. blocked his way. Uh, they blocked Tally's way out of the courtroom. Was The government bureaucrats did, yeah. is what you're saying. Yep. Yeah, so he was trying to get up, trying to leave, because he didn't he didn't want to stand for the judge, but they threatened him over not standing for the judge, and so he decided he was going to leave the courtroom, because that's what they demanded. You either stand for the judge or leave. leave the courtroom. So he was trying to leave. They arrested him. And then Kelly stayed seated in protest of them arresting Jason Talley. Uh, they ended up dragging Jason out by the handcuffs that they put on him. And it was awful, awful what happened. And, you know, as a member of the news media, I would like to be able to, and anybody is a member of the press. I mean, as long as you have a blog or whatever, you're a member of the press, right? If you get a YouTube channel, you're a member of the press. And so I, I happen to have a talk show, but that shouldn't matter because anyone should be a member of the press. And I decided that uh, and we, those of us who were concerned about this, decided we were going to go and try to hold these people accountable. Well, they've already banned cameras and media devices from the courthouse, so we know we can't bring those in there. We're risking arrest by bringing media devices into the courthouse. To it's re- not a risk. It's a, it's, a, it's a certainty. Yes. In fact, Tally has been arrested for that as well. 
So we know we couldn't go inside to ask them questions to attempt to hold these supposedly public government employees accountable. So therefore, well, how do you do that? How do you hold government public employees accountable if you can't go into their place of business? Without making an appointment. Because that's, that's how it's worded to you guys, right? Is that you are not allowed on well, the no, 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 no. We have, a, I'm not, have I haven't gotten to that part yet. Okay. So if we can't go inside the building to hold them accountable, what do right. we do? Well, we could stand outside the building, wait until they get off work, wait until they come to work, then try to ask, ask them some questions. So that's what we did. So there was a f- several days where we were there morning and afternoon, and we were asking them questions, also singing carols. It was the holiday season, so we were singing some chronic carols, which you can download over at tools.freekeen.com. Download your own song sheet. And, uh, you know, I guess they didn't like that very much. They didn't like being held accountable. They didn't like having cameras pointed at them, having questions asked of them, and having songs sung in their general direction. So then they sent the men with badges, the sheriffs, out to threaten us and uh, let us know that if we were to come back, and this was, again, over several days. There's videos over at freaking.com to scroll back for the last couple of weeks. They then threatened us and said, well, you can't come You can't come here anymore, period. Anywhere on the entire property without asking for permission first from the sheriff. And then when we came back again, they came out and they then handed us – we were, we were standing on the sidewalk this time because, again, we've already been arrested multiple times. We're really in the mood to be arrested again. So we were standing on the sidewalk. They came out, hand us these written orders. So they had threatened us verbally on camera before. Now they hand us written orders from the sheriff himself, Dick Foote. And the written order basically says the same thing. You, you can't come on the property at all without asking me permission. Now, Nemi, how many times have you tried calling Dick Foote, the sheriff, in order to meet with him, talk with him, etc.? Uh, I've called... The sheriff's department. I was actually looking to to speak with one of his deputies um, rather than him himself, but I I was um, never able to actually get someone on the phone. And I understand they're out and about doing things mm-hmm. um, all the time. Really, I can't call back on a voicemail. Can't call me from a cell phone. Uh, but probably ten times over the course of two weeks. I, okay, I thought you tried to call the sheriff himself. No. You're talking about one of the deputies, who seems like one of the nicer right. ones. The one right. you're talking about here. This is not the rude jackball that is the sheriff himself. He is right. a total jerk. Uh, he's even threatened you, Mark, uh, when you were doing some media stuff outside. Threatened yeah. you with arrest, like you know, real stuff. Um, you know, guys. Um, I had a suit and a microphone, uh, big cameras. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, this isn't. Yeah. This was, you know, local news stuff, not, not your average activist. This thing. guy's a thug. I mean, he's a thug through and through. But anyway, this other guy's not. He seems like very nice. He, I've had conversations with him before. He's very pleasant to deal with. But he's not calling you back. Correct. And uh, I have tried call, uh, contacting this sheriff not since the ban, but prior to. Mm. So prior to me being banned, I tried contacting the, the sheriff himself uh, for comment on an, on an issue of how some of his agents were behaving. And he never uh, returned my contact. In fact, his secretary told me that the reason why I can't have an appointment with him is because he's in and out. Yeah, I got that too, in and out. So therefore, you just can't have an appointment with this elected official. Can't make an appointment, sorry. Right. And so now that so same you can't elected get him on the official, phone. You can't get permission to right. come on the property. I mean, and you've Kate, been effectively banned. Right. Kate, who is also banned, blogger at freekeen.com, Kate has tried calling this sheriff, the head guy. Mm-hmm. He has not returned her calls. So 
he says we're supposed to call him, ask permission before we come on the court property. Yet he's unavailable to even talk to. And not not returning calls. Yeah. So here we are this morning. I find out last night that there's a jury selection happening, or excuse me, jury selection had happened on Monday and that there was a trial scheduled for today. Now we have a habit around here of doing jury nullification outreach. For those that don't know, Mark, what is jury nullification? It is um, the ability, the thousand year right of juries uh, to nullify the law, essentially, um, to judge not only the defendant, uh, their guilt or innocence, but the law's um, sort of relevance to society, or at least in this particular instance. So uh, many times it was used, uh, you know, for the positive in the situations of prohibition and uh, fugitive slave situations. They wouldn't hold people that were housing fugitive slaves responsible for doing so, say, in the North. Um, however, it has been used in negative fashions uh, with, uh, you know, down in the South, particularly when there'd be like murder trials of uh, white people for black people. It'd look like, uh, it would look like the, the community just wouldn't convict. So it's basically a right of juries to nullify the law. So I find out there's this uh, jury trial happening, which, to my knowledge, there hasn't been a jury trial since I was put on trial this summer. That's not to say there aren't people getting arrested in Cheshire County, New Hampshire. That's to say that most people take the plea deal. They just don't just, just don't take the just don't take it a trial. Right. So we decided last night, uh, those of us activist types, that we were going to go out and do some jury outreach, even though we've been banned from the courthouse. More coming up. Free Talk Live. From filmmaker AI Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, and bring up whatever you want. Take control of these airwaves at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free. The website includes the bulletin board system where you can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. And you can actually find the show prep that we end up using on the show. So there's uh, there's several threads there for that. There's a whole subform actually for it. Uh, once again, go to bbs.freetalklive.com. bbs.freetalklive.com. Now, of course, we will take your calls about absolutely anything. Updating you quickly here and and then still to come, we'll talk about marijuana and your lungs uh, here in a bit. Nemi's going to tell us about it. But first, do you not have enough time to read books anymore? Audible books or audio books, excuse me, are a great way to uh, get in all that reading that you want to do without carving out time in your day to sit down and read a book. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment. They've got business, classics, fiction, erotica, history, science fiction, everything else, all the categories that you can imagine in a bookstore they've got at audible.com. It's fast, easy, and affordable. Downloading the books is easy. I've done it several times and if i can do it believe me you can do it 
I listen to audiobooks all the time, and uh, Audible makes it easy for you. You can get a free gold membership, and that includes a, a free download, a free book. You can get a free book from audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. All you have to do is go over there and take a look at their huge selections, uh, tens of thousands of books. It's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. Go get your free one. All right, so 855-450-FREE, that's the toll-free number. Uh, again, still to come, more about uh, marijuana and lungs in a 20-year study. Uh, we'll get to that. But just recapping quickly today's events uh, here in Keene, New Hampshire. We went out bright and early this morning uh, to the courthouse here where I've been banned, and Derek J. Uh, from Tuesday Nights on Free Talk Live has been banned, and a couple other uh, great activists in the area have also been banned, uh, Kate and Kelly. All for singing songs in the parking lot, for asking the bureaucrats questions on camera when they get off work or go to work. These are things that, you know, if you've read that pesky First Amendment, seem like they should be covered by it. Like yeah. Seems like a layup, right? I mean, even yeah. if you read the harassment statute, what you guys are doing is doesn't, in my view, constitute harassment. Well, clearly it doesn't constitute harassment. They never bothered arresting and right. charging they us charge for, right. for harassment, right. right? So Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, violated, violated, or the right of the people to peaceably assemble, violated, violated and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, violated. violated. So, with the exception of... Well, you know, they also... Re, uh, they also destroyed my freedom of religion because they violated my right and my friend's right to stay seated for the man in the robe that comes in, which is a, a freedom of religion issue. So they and violated all the tenets at this courthouse of the First Amendment. The federal, yes. The and federal also, First Amendment. Right, right of conscience is outlined in the New Hampshire Constitution. And this I is true. That would be my objection. And the New Hampshire Constitution also outlines free speech and free, uh, free press should be invaluably preserved, mm. which clearly it hasn't been. It hasn't been. But, you know, that's just my interpretation. Clearly, my interpretation doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter what you think either, because you are probably not a man in a robe. What matters is what the man in the robe, the men in the hats, and the silly badges uh, think. Because they came out and they banned us all from this courthouse. Well, we find out there's ju- there's a jury trial this morning. And we found out pretty last minute, actually. Um, normally, I have a habit of calling the courthouse every weekend to check their voicemail service. They have the like this courthouse. Probably it's common that when you get a jury summons, it tells you, "Hey, call this phone number the weekend before your your service date and make sure everything's still on." Because sometimes, you know, the the defendant will take a plea deal at the last minute. Or they'll, they'll have to change something. Continuance will be granted. And they don't want the jurors to show up at um, Monday morning if, you know, if there's uh, there's no trial. Right. So they'll, they'll record a, a, a greeting for the jurors on this jury line. Well, I spaced out for whatever reason. I didn't call that this weekend. And so it happens to be the one weekend where there actually is a jury trial scheduled uh, a couple days after. Ended up finding out last minute. Decided, let's go. Let's do this thing. Derek J was up for it. I was up for it. The other folks were uh, were up for it. So we figured we're going to go and stand out in front of the courthouse and challenge this thing. We're going to because it it wasn't that we were going to stand in the parking lot. Yeah, I don't know that you were challenging it. I mean, you were. It, I felt like it, it was a challenge to some level because the courthouse is funny, right? They have uh, the way it's scheduled set up here is it's not a complete rectangle. The uh, the property grid. Because what happens is the the sidewalk, as you're walking up uh, alongside the courthouse, walking up to the the front doors, the sidewalk kind of 
cuts away from running parallel with the road, turns at a diagonal, turns basically at a 45-degree angle toward the front door. So the sidewalk actually goes right up to the front door rather than, say, you know, staying away from it and just kind of being on the edge of the property. Am I describing this yes. appropriately? Yeah. So the sidewalk turns away and, or turns toward the building right. and goes right past the front door and then turns back away and goes back toward the street. That's correct. And there's, there's a little kind of inlet with a little road that no one's allowed to go in because it's been barred off or whatever. And they've painted on the ground white lines along the sidewalk where it would go straight if there was a sidewalk there. And I don't know if those white lines were there before or if they painted them just because of us. I don't recall that. So we're up there handing out these jury nullification uh, pamphlets, which you can go and download over at uh, nhjury.com or tools.freekeen.com. And uh, we're handing these things out to the people that were coming in this morning. And, of course, we hand them to everyone. Not We don't know who the jurors are. We're just going to hand them to anyone. Anybody who walks in. in gets themselves a jury pamphlet. That's right. And that's going fairly well. People are taking them as they normally do here in New Hampshire. They're more likely to take these flyers than they were down in Florida when I did it. It's like uh, maybe a 70, 80 percent acceptance rate here. Down in Florida, it was like 40 to 50 percent would uh, would take them. I don't hmm. know why. That's just how things are. Interesting. So, uh, so that's going well. And, of course, it doesn't take long before three... Sheriff's offices, officers uh, come out the front door. We grab our video cameras and begin rolling. Uh, they then come out and, of course, do what I expected them to do. My prediction last night, uh, you may recall this, mm-hmm. Nemi, yep. was that they were going to come out and threaten us and attempt to get us to jump through a hoop. That they wouldn't arrest us right away uh, because it wasn't real clear. They had told us before, you have to be on the sidewalk. Well... I figured they would be a little uncomfortable with the fact the sidewalk cuts right in toward the front of the building. And indeed, they did threaten me and they said, you know, you need to be outside that white line. I, I said, well, wait a minute. You said I had to be on the sidewalk. Now you're just changing the rules around because that's what bureaucrats do. Once they put up one hoop and you jump through it, yes. they know you're good to jump through another hoop. Yep. So is this white line new? I could, I can't recall. I'll have to go down and take it a look. It looks newish. It looks pretty new. And so I said, well, you said it was a sidewalk. And uh, and he was like, well, it's probably the white line. And I said, well, that sounds like you're making a legal conclusion and you don't really know for sure. Well, why don't you stay around and we'll find out? Oh, nice. Basically was their position. Yeah. I don't really care if I'm right or wrong. We'll throw you in jail and figure it out. Yeah. Right. He has no liability sure. for ch- throwing me in jail. So he's not going to get thrown in jail if he's wrong. Right. So neither right. none of us stayed behind the white line. We continued to uh, pass out the jury information as was necessary. Derek J even crossed into the parking lot a few times, and they didn't come back out. So that was a good thing. But b- before all that, they threatened our friend Pete Ayer from CopBlock.org and banned him from walking into the parking lot, even though he's never been in the parking lot talking to bureaucrats, filming bureaucrats, or singing to bureaucrats. They didn't accuse him of harassing anyone. They just told him he's not allowed. More coming up, Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com.
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Take control of these airwaves. The number 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can bring up anything you want and here tonight with you. It's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Visit Nemi's website. It is the Shire Free Press, kind of under construction. Still coming. We There was great progress made last night. More to come tonight. So, But it's a new uh, organization of uh, press folks out here in the Shire, and uh, you'll be doing reportings and such. Uh, so shirefreepress.com, bookmark it. Come back later for more content. That's right. Stuff. Come back tomorrow, too. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mark, tell me about something important. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, you need a boat, and not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a four-wheel drive car or SUV ashore. With a life yacht, you could live free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. If you get any trouble from some government bureaucrats, you weigh anchor, you sail away. Uh, it can be sailed by one person, by the way. You can be involved for as little as $1,000 and the commitment of as few as eight months. It's ericssoncouncil.com. Let me spell it for you. E-R-I-C-S-S-O-N com. So, uh, just about finished with this recap for you here of what uh, today's insanity was at the courthouse in Cheshire County, New Hampshire, where we do this radio program. And, you know, it turns out that they say that in order to retain one's rights, that you must exercise them. And I believe that to be true. For instance, you look at uh, folks with open carry. In a lot of places, they'll tell you, you shouldn't open carry. It scares people. But on the other hand, the I think the sensible uh, viewpoint is if you want to retain your right to bear arms, you must use the right. You must open carry. So people can see it and be used to people open carrying so they right. don't freak the F out when if somebody, someone's open if carrying. If somebody freaks out because of open carrying, they probably won't freak out the fifth time they see it. It will become – they'll become acclimated to it hopefully, right? So that's the idea. Use the rights or you lose them. If no one's open carrying, it's no problem for the government people to be like, well, let's just ban open carrying. And poof, there goes your, your rights at that point. And so I believe in using rights – so I believe in free speech. Hey, look, I'm on the radio. I talk every night. And uh, I believe in uh, the right to free press. I think the press should be able to hold these government people accountable. We certainly can't, you know, if you don't pay taxes, then they might throw you in a cage. They might take my house from me if I stop paying property taxes around here, for instance. So the one thing I thought I could do was ask them questions on video. But it seems like when you exercise these rights, that they're not protected. That turns out you don't even really have them in the first place. That it was all just a big joke. Because to say you have a right to free speech, to say you have a right to to be the free press, to say you have a right to assemble, means that you should be able to do those things without question. Without being threatened by the government people. Without uh, being intimidated. Having a man get up in your face and threaten you. Well, all of these things have been happening over the last couple few weeks here in Cheshire County, New Hampshire, at the courthouse, where I've been banned, as has uh, a handful of other activists, including our very own Derek J. from Tuesday Nights. We showed up this morning at the courthouse on the sidewalk 
because they banned me from the property. We showed up on the sidewalk. They come out. And they said you could be on the sidewalk. They did. T- they did say that because it's technically not the courthouse property. But I don't know why it is they just don't say you're banned from all sidewalks. You're not allowed to go outside, Ian. Well, right. I don't know why they haven't said that. Maybe that's what's coming next. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at this point. <laughs> so there we are. We're doing our jury nullification outreach. And Pete Ayer came out with us because he wanted us to not be alone because, you know, we had talked about this in the right. middle. It was the middle of the night when we figured this out. And, and this, this out- said, outreach is the handing of pamphlets to prospective jurors. It's correct. done uh, in, to everyone. Coming yeah, into the court. It's done all over. It's nothing crazy. They've been doing it for years here. Um, you know, I mean, this isn't this isn't going and badgering the bureaucrats. And I was not going to call and ask because there's part of the sidewalk that kind of cuts in toward the building. And uh, it's I the sidewalk. They, might, they, might they said you could be that. on the sidewalk. Why would you call and ask if you could? If well, you were but then going today to the they sidewalk. changed the rules and they said you have to be behind that white line, no longer the sidewalk, because the sidewalk comes too close to the front door. But they didn't arrest me for for it, so I guess it was okay after all. Anyway, it's not so much about me what happened today; it's about Pete Air from CopBlock.org. So Derek J and I were there. Pete Air was there. We all showed up pretty early. Some other folks came along a little bit later on to help us, uh, but we were the only three that were there. And three cops come out and they threaten Pete. And they say to Pete, you're going to be arrested for trespass if you go in that parking lot. And Pete's pretty bewildered by this because he's never had an issue at this courthouse before. Now, that parking lot contains uh, public, public parking parking, yes, parking meters. In yes. fact, I've been told it's a public way. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, this is a legal term that yep. the state uses. Like when you get um, when you get a speeding ticket, Mark, you know this, you went to court. They always say... And uh, I would like the court to take judicial notice that so-and-so street is a public way, which means that, you know, you're supposed to be able to traverse on that. Who knows way. what it means, but uh, to as them. As I understand it. Yeah. As I understand but it. But it has that sound as uh, as though you should be able to be on it if you're part of the public. Right. So, and now I'd, I'd like to point out, I've parked my car here many times, dropped many coins into their little meters. Mm-hmm. This is a public parking lot, at least in part. Yes. They don't have any lines that say, public may not go near these nope. cars here. These cars are sanctified by the church of the state. They don't say that. They have some reserved parking spaces, Indeed. but that's all. Indeed, they that's do. All. And so uh, they come up, they make a beeline for uh, Pete Ayer, and they immediately threaten him with viol- with a, uh, an arrest for trespass if he is to go into the parking lot. And all of this is caught on video. Uh, and I think it has it either has been posted. What was he going into the parking lot for? He actually, I don't think, had walked into the parking lot at this point. He they did, just said, "Hey, you, right?" Because he did was, they look like he was going to go with those other people we don't like. Right, he was close to Derek and I, and so they did. Knew. They say, "Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to be clear here." Thank you. Did he? Was he walking towards the parking lot? No, we did were he standing. That, on I'm the sidewalk. going to walk into the parking lot. Look on his face. No, we were standing on the sidewalk. Okay, at they just time. said, "Hey, you with the short haircut, you can't go in the parking lot." Right. They made a beeline for Pete and told him he would be arrested for trespass if he goes into the parking lot. That he is banned. What if they you, banned him from? What the if he had parked lot? his car there? They probably would let him unpark the car and leave at that point. Uh, but that they did the same thing to Pete that they did to us, except they it wasn't exactly the same. When they came out and they threatened us with banning us from the the, col- the whole parking lot and the rest of the you know the building and the premises, they told us that uh, we had to call and ask permission. In order to come on, they didn't bother telling Pete this. 
They, it's it's because it really doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't right. call and ask permission because they won't take your calls. So uh, they basically just told him that uh, you can't come on you can't come on this property, and they gave him no reason why. At least with us, they made up this BS reason that we were harassing people. They didn't even give him a reason. And I'm asking them on video, hey, um, why are you doing this? What this man hasn't come and harassed anyone. You haven't accused him of harassing anyone. He hasn't ever come to sing at the the parking lot. He never was a part of the activism that I was talking about earlier where we were singing and asking questions and holding video cameras on the bureaucrats. He was never once a part of that. They didn't accuse him of being a part of that. They didn't accuse him of anything. They just came out and said, you can't be here because you're an activist. Did he get a letter like you guys or was he just told? Just told. Just told. I don't know what made him an activist either. I mean, He was hanging out with us. Yeah. Had you been standing there, they would have told you the same thing. They're going to have a problem. You think? I, 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 look, it doesn't seem like they have a problem if, because they're getting yet. away with it. I've never been arrested for any of this crap. It's none of, none of that. I am a <laughs> – look, you people take my money all the time. I dress in fine clothes. No, you're not going to do that crap to me. You think so? Do you want to go down to the courthouse with us tomorrow? I have no business at the courthouse. If okay. I have business at the courthouse, I will walk through. I will park in that parking lot because that's where I park. Well, when then I you go can there. come stand on the sidewalk with me and hang out with me and wait until they come out and threaten Why you. Why would I hang out with you? Well, if you don't hang out with me, they won't threaten you. There you go. Right? Then I don't need the trouble. So it's guilt by association now. Oh, yeah. Maybe it is. Yep. Absolutely. Well, you explain why they would ban Pete Air, who's never once done a damn that's thing. That's exactly what, the, what it sounds like. And, of course, no lawyer that I've talked to is interested in taking the case, even though it's a clear violation of uh, the Constitution in multiple ways. So what do I do about this? I'd love to hear some ideas. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want via the toll-free number, which is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 855-450-FREE, 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Nami. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you like the show and would like to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by shopping with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find links there to Amazon. And when you enter Amazon through those links, anything you buy at that point, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the sale. So start your shopping over at shop.freetalklive.com. Great way to get the stuff you're looking for and help Free Talk Live at the same time and get a great deal and free super saver shipping and all the other great stuff that Amazon typically offers you. Once again, shop.freetalklive.com. As evidenced by what happened today with uh, with Pete Hare that we're talking about, uh, un- the unexpected does occur. You never know what's going to happen, and you've got to protect your family. If you have some kind of inclement weather situation where you cut off at your house for a couple of weeks or you know there's some the, the economy crashes there's you've got unemployment whether it's you or your spouse food shortages it's certainly inflation is an inevitability for all these reasons i choose wisefoodstorage.com 
as the preparation for my my family. Um, you know, I I don't want I don't want a situation where we need to have food and we don't have it available. You can go to wisefoodstorage.com, take a look at uh, all the different options they have there. Um, d- delicious meals that are ready to meet, ready to uh, to make in individual individual metal mylar pouches. You can make them in just minutes. As all you have to do is add water. They carry a twenty five year shelf life, and they come in a plastic tote, so you can stack them up in your garage where you know get them out of the way. Visit wisefoodstorage.com today. Request a free entree sample. This is a no-brainer. Get the free entree sample. For a limited time, also use promo code FTL to get no-cost shipping on any order. It's wisefoodstorage.com. Call 855-FOODWISE if you don't want to use the website. 855-FOODWISE. Promo code FTL for free sample, free shipping on any order. Peace of mind, the greatest gift you can give the ones you love. Wisefoodstorage.com. All right. So uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So the the crackdown on free speech and free press continues here unabated. Uh, I reached out to a couple of uh, supposedly liberty-oriented attorneys, and one of them responded. Now, obviously, this is not all of the attorneys in the world, uh, but one of them responded with kind of this ho-hum attitude of, well, you know, uh, what's it worth to you? I think people are, um, you know, liberty activists and folks all over nonplussed by some of the activism. Well, I don't really care what I know. Uh, if they're nonplussed. I would think that people would be outraged by the fact that uh, the free press is being destroyed and nothing's being done about it. Apparently, appears- they're, apparently they're not. Uh, yeah, apparently not, which is kind of disturbing to me. I would think that somebody – I mean, this seems pretty clear, cut and clear, right, Nemi? I mean, uh, to me it is. Yeah. To me it is, absolutely. As a New Hampshire native? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What Let's about this more. parking lot? Did you explain to the attorney that the parking lot has public parking spaces in it? No, I didn't, but it shouldn't matter. Uh, so shouldn't matter to you. Maybe it does to them. Anyway, let's go to the phones here. That's an update for you. Uh, the press being cracked down upon just because you're an activist now. Apparently you get banned from the courthouse just for standing outside That's of crazy. It. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy what these people are doing, and I don't know what to do about it. Tried to go into the county commissioner's office. They don't. They can't do anything about it. You were there for that. Their Nemi. budget. Their budget only. Yeah, they basically just handle money, so they can't uh, do any kind of sanctions or whatever against the, the sheriff. They can't change any of the rules. They can't do anything like well, that. Well, I, I think when we went to the county commissioner's meeting, my my question my request of them was that they actually go see for themselves how this it what is what is happening because with them confiscating media devices right and things like speaking that. for myself um you can see plenty of videos on online i've seen years and years of video it's completely different when you see it for yourself with your own eyes yeah it was a real shock to your system yeah, when was, this uh, stuff not, happened not in pleased. front of you uh so you know i don't know what the solution is but i know if we keep bringing more liberty-minded people here we'll figure something out I don't know if it's to have a big barbecue in the parking lot or if there's some sort of legislative thing that can happen or like this grievance panel can do something, but I'm running out of options. I really yeah. am. There really aren't very many things that can be done besides, you know, run against the sheriff and see if you can beat the, uh, you know, three-term incumbent yeah. or whatever. Right. So let's, As an activist. Right. So let's it's probably go, not particularly well-liked in town. Chris is, well, that's something we need to talk about. Chris, listening in California, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Nemi and Mark. Hey, you guys. Hey. Um, great show today. Thanks. Um, What's on your mind I tonight? Was, um, I've been reading a lot of Ayn Rand lately, and I think, um, you know, if Ron Paul might have cured any of my apathy, uh, it seems like I'm kind of starting to get it back. <laughs> Why is that? Um, one of the things that, you know, that I finally kind of figured out, uh, especially after reading um, the speech of, uh, of John Galt in Atlas Shrugged, 
where she basically condemns or she damns uh, sacrifice and altruism um, promoted by the state and by religion. Mm-hmm. And I think most people are on board with with the state altogether. They have, a, I think, most people. They've just they've become so used to sacrificing their own good for the collective good or to the good of God, quote unquote, that they kind of like know nothing else. And I wonder if sometimes, or if really, if the paradigm about you know destroying you know the power of the state, if if we shouldn't be as equally vehement about damning religion as well, because I mean historically speaking, it's been both. You know, they've been really the issue, the state and religion. And I think I see liberty activists and, you know, and how we get about the state, but religion is just as much a, of an evil as the state is as, as far as its preachings of. Well, first know, of all, I'd just like to say that regards to Ayn Rand, I really haven't read much of her stuff. I was forced to read one of her books, Anthem, in high school, but that's the only one I've ever read. Um, I don't. I I do know enough about Ayn Rand, having learned about her as being in the liberty movement, that she's not a libertarian. She or she no. was not a libertarian, and she did not like uh, libertarians, from what I understand. She was a you know kind of a minarchist and you know, had her own ideas about what government was and what it should do. So she well, is certainly because, no. Because Ayn Rand was against uh, libertarianism because libertarians, for the most part, believe in minimal minimal state force, and Ayn Rand was against any type of force, at least in the um, original writing. No, I'm Later sorry, on. that's not true. No. Uh, really? Ayn Rand uh, favored the military, if I'm not mistaken, the police, uh, you know, government protection, etc. So, yeah, because that's always been something that, because I had a hard time understanding that, because in her earlier writings, she doesn't talk pretty much anything at all about that, but then later on, towards the end of her life, she did. I was talking with Pete Ayer about this uh, one night when somebody was, was lauding Ayn Rand, and uh, Pete kind of jumped in and, and set the record straight. Because uh, he's a real studied guy when it comes to these sorts of things, and and he pointed out that uh, in her fictional books, she sometimes is you know presenting a very very kind of principled perspective. But in her nonfiction, where you get to learn about what Ayn Rand really thinks, then that's when you know the statism comes out. And so she's she's not a uh, you know truly liberty oriented person. And right. the thing that's really disturbing about her is the cult of personality that's been created around her. This objectivism, where yeah. basically these followers of objectivism are essentially and Ayn, she was into that. They're I mean, essentially Ayn Randites, and right. they uh, they worship her, and she's infallible yeah. to them. And it's well, kind of creepy. If you go onto YouTube, oh, I'm sorry. Hello. Go ahead. Oh, if you go onto YouTube, you can listen to what's called John Col- John Galt's speech, which I think is probably. It's actually a couple hours long. I think it's like ninety pages in Atlas Shrugged. It's a long, it's a mm-hmm. long section of the book. Sure is. But uh, you know, if you get a chance to listen to it, John Galt's speech, it's it's really convincing. I mean, I'm not saying that I've become an Ayn Randite, but I mean, she makes a really convincing argument about basically saying that you know society's code of morality is what's pretty much destroyed everybody. That everybody's become sacrificial lambs, so to speak. Yeah, I think Whether that there's there's a lot to be good good to be said about there's uh, there's a lot good to be said about Atlas Shrugged and specifically John Galt's speech. I think it's uh, set a lot of people um, on fire for the ideas of liberty throughout the the years. I think less so these days than it used to be. Um, I think uh, I think that Ron Paul eclipses uh, Heinlein and, and Rand as the uh, two big recruiters for Ron the Paul. ideas of yeah Ron Paul Ron Paul. Ron Paul. <laughs> you just yeah. got to keep saying it over and over again. Um, <laughs> That's right. You know, and yeah. it, it, at this point, and I think people would like to say that Ron Paul has a cult of personality. 
I don't feel that that's that that that's the case. I don't think so either. Let me uh, give you an example of why. And I know we we're not talking about the religion thing. I want to get to that. Uh, but Ron Paul, in his uh, speech after the New Hampshire primary ra- wrapped up, he got a very strong second place with what twenty three something percent. Yeah, twenty three something. So he nearly tripled his uh, vote. I mean, uh, just tripled. about tripled. Yeah, yeah, tripled his vote total or his uh, percentage. I consider vote total. that a win. It's for a Ron huge Paul. win. Yeah, it's a huge, huge. advancement for yeah. the ideas of liberty. Yeah. Uh, huge. It's a two man race now. Paul. End of story. Uh, but he gave this speech at the end, and I watched the, the you know the majority of uh, the, this speech. And what really impressed me about Ron Paul is Ron Paul. If you watch the speech from the uh, from last night, he's not up there saying, "And I will be the best president in the world, and I am yeah. the right man for the job." And me, 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 me. No, no, he's not doing that, which you would expect from a politician. He was talking about you. He was talking about the ideas of liberty, and you. And I thought that was really, you know, that really showed, I think, that, you know, this guy isn't about Ron Paul. He's about getting the ideas out there. He doesn't seem vain. Right. And he really appreciates the people who've helped him do it. Chris, stick with us if you want to talk about the religion thing. I think that's an important topic, too. We'll get to that next. Coming up in hour number two, after the news, 855-450-FREE. You take control. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you to bring up anything you want, 855-453, as we launch here into the second hour of the program, 1-855-450-3733. Here with you in the studio, it's Ian, Nemi, and Mark. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you there. Uh, Over at freetalklive.com, you can control the content of the site, all you have to do is just submit stuff you find online. Find something useful, fun, interesting, outrageous, whatever. You post it over at freetalklive.com. Other listeners vote, and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the site. So head on over, get interactive at freetalklive.com. As we go back to Chris, listening in California. Chris, you're back on Free Talk Live. Now, you had called in, and you would brought up Ayn Rand, and we kind of talked about how she's kind of got this creepy cult of personality around her, and she's not really liberty-oriented, though some of her writings certainly sound that way. Uh, but you had actually originally called to bring up something about religion and your thoughts about it. Can you expound on that a little bit? So concerned about religion is religious because I grew up in the Mormon Church, and they're very much about the law, the law, the law, the law, the law. And one of their principal tenets in their Articles of Faith is that they believe in being subject to kings and princes and principalities. Like, for example, just to give you an illustration, in World War II, uh, or before the outbreak of World War II, there was a lot of Mormons in Germany, and the Mormons of Germany asked the Church, and they said, well, what should we do? And they said, do what your government does. Oh, my. Yeah, and that's historically proven. And so, you know... This whole thing about, you know, I keep seeing religion and religion, you know, kind of getting cozy with the state, and it makes me nervous. And I think that's where we get the likes of Rick Santorum and that type of thing. They might not 
put themselves up as pastors, but they are apologists. And, you know, there are serious issues, even though people have freedom of religion, you know, there are serious issues with the principle of sacrifice and the sacrifice of the collective to obey the will of God. It's the same thing that they teach at the state. You know, and so it just. So, is this a complaint about religion, or is it a complaint about uh, the sort of the, the the mainstream church in a lot of ways? Um, you know, because there are I found a, a lot of religious people that do believe the tenets of liberty and don't believe that one just does what governments say. Uh, however, in fact, they would I would the say that, that most of the major churches, especially ones that have, say, a government sanctioning in the form of 501c3 or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the uh, designation is for uh, religious organizations, probably want to protect that. So therefore, they tend to go along. But I've met a lot of people that would call themselves religious that wouldn't. Well, there's some people who are religious, and I think a lot of those people, um, and I've met a lot of people like that, they usually don't believe to like any you know big church, mostly kind of decentralized little churches. But when you get into the realms of, quote-unquote, evangelicals, I mean, they're pretty hardcore about the use of the state for, you know, um, engineering the social, you know, social obedience. And it's, 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 it's getting really, really, really bad. I mean, how could you, anybody dare think of even mentioning of adding, you know, a law defining marriage? I mean, the, the Constitution is the charter of, you know, negative liberties, not positive ones. And so, you know, people are like, yeah, it's a great idea, democracy is being spoken, and that type of thing. But, you know, we're using democracy to destroy ourselves, because people don't understand, one, the nature of the Constitution, and number two, they've accepted this, I have to sacrifice something of me to receive even more. And that's something that, you know, Ayn Rand was very much, you know, opposed. I think that's probably one of the principal tenets of her teachings, was do not sacrifice yourself to anybody or to the demands of anybody. Be one, be yourself, say, I am. I, I kind so of I, understand the, the the viewpoint on sacrifice. I think it's uh, it's kind of a negative uh, term to to me. And I understand that when you sacrifice something, you don't re, you don't return you don't get value back for it. Whereas if I trade something, I get you know I get value in return for what I'm giving up. But if you but, delay gratification in life, you often receive something better in the future. Say say good things come to those who wait. Uh, so I I think there's a fine line between sacrifice and investment. Uh, so for instance. You know, people would thank me for my sacrifice when I was in jail uh, recently yeah, for 58 days. Sacrifice and investment, you can't, you can't equate those two terms. I didn't right. equate them. I said there's a fine line between them. So, uh, so what I, I was, don't know. I don't see what the fine line is. It's two different two different. Well, clearly it is a fine – well, okay, yes, the motivation is different. I, I would say you're right about that. But people see them the same uh, because when I was in jail, people saw me being in jail as a sacrifice and they would thank me for my sacrifice. And I would write them back and I would say, well, I didn't really sacrifice anything. I considered this an investment in the future right. of liberty. Uh, because that's where I was coming from. I didn't feel it was a sacrifice. I didn't do it as a sacrifice. But nonetheless, people perceived it as a sacrifice, which is why I think that there's, you know, that's why I said there's a fine line. People clearly, you know, aren't uh, clear on what is and what is not a sacrifice from the outside perspective. And right. so I can see. I'm not clear on it. Even, you know, I mean, when you're talking about this going to jail thing, sounds like a sacrifice to me. I don't know the difference. And I, you know, I think that. I think that there is, you know, it's very fuzzy, and I've been, you know, listening to these liberty conversations for a very long time. So, I, I guess I, the question is: Is are you doing it for yourself, or are you doing it for others? Both. Is it altruism, both. or is it, or is it, 
Or are it's you both. I don't even believe that you can do things for others. Well, I do. I, do, I don't. Too, yeah. I mean, I just. I don't. Do. I think that everything you do, you do for yourself. Well, I if think I give money that's to the, true, if, but when you can I do give both. money, wait, 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 wait. Let me finish what I'm saying. When I give money to St. Jude Hospital, which I intend to, I'm giving it to them because it makes me feel good. I look at my child and I say, "Wow, I got blessed with a healthy child. I feel so lucky. I'm going to help these people that, um, you know, don't feel as lucky. I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. Everything I do in this world, I." to make myself feel better. But that doesn't exclude that you can also do things for others, Mark. It's the process you can. I understand. So, okay, so you are admitting you can do something for other people. You're just saying that the primary motivation is is for yourself. The motivation is always. So, like, for instance, when I went down and I gave some money to the uh, homeless shelter today, and I recently gave money to the United Way as well. And I think there's a lot of reasons you do that. I think you do that in order to increase your standing in the community so that you can be able to point these. You don't do it much, but uh, at the very least in your own heart you can say well these people these people are probably not giving as much as i am or whatever you're doing all no, kinds of my motivation is that uh, i wouldn't want to have a, to be cold if i were no, home, there you go if i were homeless and so oh. do unto others as you would like to have done to you and so i give money to help others because it's the right thing to do and yes it does make people feel good to help out charities but that doesn't exclude the fact that you can also want to be and motivated by helping others feel good too right and and you can also give and not feel better about yourself but well, that's like a you know somebody who's beating themselves up right. for some reason. Yeah. But I mean, if you get really kind of reward. cold about it, I mean, isn't aren't you basically what you're doing is by giving money to St. Jude's versus giving money to to an iPod for a feeling of satisfaction? I mean, it's one and the same. What Ayn Rand is saying is that that you do not do you know do the sacrifice because of the will and demands of others, and so that's that's the difference. St. Jude's didn't come knocking on your door yelling at you for money. You went because you knew it was going to, you know, brighten up your day. And it falls in line with your desires. Okay. Mm. Well, it usually falls in line with your desires when you're doing something unless you're being right. forced, uh, the forced purpose, to do something. The problem something. is, is religion doesn't teach that. Well, it depends religion on which religion you're talking you. about, religion I think. Religion teaches you not to be individual. I don't think it's religion fair to uh, to collectivize uh, religion because religions are different. Uh, there are organized religions that are bigger and more unwieldy than the smaller States ones. They're different, too. But, I mean, by and large, I mean, where do you think we've gotten here? It's not just because of the state, in my humble opinion. The state didn't just get us to where we're at. It's the evangelicals, it's the Mormons, it's these collective people who are insistent on teaching people that they have to use the law in order to engineer social good, be it for the good of everybody or the good for, you know, the will of God. I think that those kinds of things, when people come out and say them, that, you know, this is a moral issue and we have to, you know, use the law to get people to be moral, whether it's religion or the state, teaching that. Which, of course, is a backwards principle, because if you want people to be moral, they should be able to choose it on their own volition, because then it's truly a a valuable choice. It's truly an ethical uh, decision at that point, not one that's being forced upon them. Thanks for the call, Chris. I appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I don't think it's fair to paint all religion with the same brush. It's not at all. You know, the Buddhists aren't going to to force their way on people, uh, for the most part. And, uh, you know, just different sects of different religions have vastly differing viewpoints. So to say that religion itself is a problem, I disagree with. I think it's generally true that organized religion is problematic. I agree with that much. We're coming up 855-450-FREE. That's the free time. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, you need a boat, not just any boat, a life yacht. 
It's a stable catamaran, as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. With a life yacht, you could live free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. The toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com features including stuff like our listening options. You can go and get tuned in over at uh, via our web streams. We've got broadband and dial-up versions of the show. They're airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day free over at uh, listen.freetalklive.com you'll also learn about the over 100 great radio stations that air the show at various times throughout the week our webcam and other listening options like the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance uh, some of our internet listening options uh, that let you take us on the road like Stitcher uh, which we're now available on Stitcher as well as somebody told me Apple TV apparently is carrying uh, free talk live as well so Sometimes we're places we don't even know we are, but there's a list of some of them that we know about over at listen.freetalklive.com and especially also on XM uh, on two different channels up there, plus our KU Band free-to-air channel. Plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live in your ears over at listen.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI can handle that for you. You can see their banner. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. One of the principals over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Free Talk Live, big supporter of Liberty. And, uh, well, you can support Free Talk Live by supporting SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. And uh, do business with businesses support Free Talk Live. All right, 855-450-FREE, that's the number here. We continue to take your calls about what's on your mind. Let's go to Scott the Bigot. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark. Good evening, uh, Ian, Nemi, and Mark. How are you this evening? What's up, Scott? Uh, I called the Glenn Beck show this morning. I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, so people post like, about you on yeah, the, uh, pe- the Internet. We, the, pe- you're a star out there. People are hearing uh, hearing you call all over the place. Did you hear that? I did not hear it. I, I don't listen to that much um, radio, but uh, people have uh, heard you call. And I specifically, somebody asked me, do you think you're helping Ron Paul by making these calls and then saying, you know, kind of bigoted sounding things? Let me explain. I don't call to be Sorry, recognized because if I did, I don't get paid for it. And my last name's not used. I call to educate. Uh, I, to answer your question, No. Uh, I respect Ron Paul, and I, and I support him. But on the other hand, I have to be honest that he is the only man uh, in, in the field of candidates that, uh, that, 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 that recognizes that power is controlled by uh, Wall Street, uh, Goldman Sachs, APAC, if you will, 
No one wants to use the word Zionist-occupied government. Well, that's because Ron Paul's not a bigot. Because <laughs> right. Ron Paul doesn't hate people because of the color of their skin. Ron Paul uh, was talking at the debate recently that he has a, his hero is Martin Luther King and, and Rosa Parks. He's certainly not going to send all the Jews to Madagascar. I can assure you of that. Yeah. You see, Maybe you could country, learn a thing or two from Ron Paul. You see, gentlemen, our country, I'm, I'm not here to lecture, but... Outside of Ron Paul, I'll vote for him, but I would never bother to cast my vote for Romney or Gingrich or Obama or any of them. Americans can't figure out it, and it's a very simple equation. And the equation goes like this. Scott, I have a no, question for you, actually, if yeah. I can interject. You, you're you in Massachusetts, I understand. Were you there when Romney was, was governor? Yes, I was. What was your opinion of, of his governorship? He didn't finish his term. He's a phony. He is a, his Romney cares a, a flop. You know what I hate about Mitt Romney? Because he didn't finish his term as governor, and because he did a, 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 a lackadaisical job as governor, we ended up with Deval Patrick, who's the first black governor of Massachusetts. I'll never forget, and I'll never forgive what he did to this state. <laughs> so wait a, wait a second. Awful, man. You're, you're, you're blaming Mitt Romney. Wait, Deval Patrick... You're That's blaming right. his his governorship on Mitt Romney? No. Because of Mitt Romney, he opened up the floodgates for Deval Patrick. And I'll never forgive him for that. Now, Deval is still in office, right? Unfortunately, yes. And he's almost up? Is that this, this year? Yes. But now, he'll probably run again. Now, what what are your issues aside from, from his color, if if that's that's the issue for that's you? What it. what are your issues with Deval Patrick? Everything is he wants homosexual lesbian marriage. Uh, My he, God, how can he possibly? What? What's wrong with that? Country, what's wrong with what's wrong with gay people getting married? I mean, surely uh, the the governor of Massachusetts has much more objectionable policies, uh, you know, like regarding taxation or controlling people or whatever. But no, you want to focus on the hatred you always want to focus on uh, the bigotry scott and it's he, never going to get you anywhere you're always he, going to live you're going to die like in your mother's apartment gay. someday i don't like the word gay i wish you would refer to them as homosexuals because they have absolutely nothing to be happy about well oh, certainly they do derek jay is a very happy uh, young man He's one of the happiest people i know yeah have you heard derek he, jay on the show on tuesday nights i know you I did because you held last night for an hour and 42 minutes uh you know sitting on our, our home okay so lines. i got another listener question here for you oh scott. great let's let's take listener questions for scott this is a good night for that all right so if you hate jews so much and for as long as you have why did you invest one hundred and ninety thousand dollars your life savings with a company run by jewish people it wasn't my life savings luckily i wasn't wiped out but to answer your question because i wanted to make money they were a rock solid company uh, my dad really had put that money uh, in. It was some of it was mine. Don't get me wrong, but the bulk of it was his. And we put it in one hundred ninety thousand dollars in Lehman Brothers common stock, and uh, it evaporated. It was it's gone. It's destroyed. It's never coming back. And I hold the Jews personally responsible. That sounds very vague when I say Jews. Let you me can't make a that. statement like that. You you can't say I hold the collective. You use the term the Jews personally responsible. Because they're not personally. Right. Intern Richard Fold, who was the disgraced ex CEO, make no mistake about it, he destroyed the company. 
That's okay. number one. You can but hold individuals think- responsible for what individuals do, but it's not fair to other people to hold someone else to, to hold everyone who you know falls under a certain category responsible for the actions of an individual. Do you understand that? Oh, I understand that. Uh, for example, let's look at the Irish. Just to give you an example, the Irish have a drinking problem. God. A lot of people you think that they're drunk. Unbelievable. Wow. Because one person is Irishman gets drunk or two doesn't doesn't mean what you're saying that they're 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 all drunks. But be that as it may, as a race, they have a severe, profound drinking problem. There's a Irish so race. The with, uh, right. If the Irish have a drinking problem, the Jews are intelligent. Don't get me wrong; they're a brilliant race, but they lack morality. Is they it, have no scruples. Is it, do you paint with <laughs> such a broad brush, Scott? Because it's easier to do that, and it, you. you you just you do that, hard. and you don't have to think as hard and maybe discern between person one and person two. You're just like, oh, my gosh, you people are Irish, so you automatically must be alcoholic? <laughs> no. I've, from my experiences in life, what I've seen and, 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 and the experiences that I had, uh, I can make You haven't had any experiences. You live in oh, your mom's basement. No, I have had a lot of I've had a lot of experiences. You live life. in your mom's apartment. You never no. leave the damn apartment. You wouldn't know no, what the real world's like if it hit you in the face. Scott, no. good night. 855-450-free. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on the air here. Bring up whatever you want. You don't have to be coherent or make logical sense or be compassionate toward your fellow man. But it's nice when you are. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you, 855-453. And that number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. And we invite you to the website at freetalklive.com. We've got a mobile site. You can go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and the podcast over at m, as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. If you're a cigarette smoker... You know, I was too for many years. You know, it's not good for you. It's uh, going to result in a shorter life, uh, worse health. You can forestall some of the results with e-cigarettes. E-cigarette is a, a, it's a vaporizing device that allows, that uh, vaporizes nicotine in a uh, sort of what food-based chemical product that's uh, inert. Um, and you can get the nicotine that you would normally get from a cigarette without all the other carcinogens. Um, e-cigarette is 22,000 times healthier than a regular cigarette. And you can get one of the best-made e-cigarettes on the market today from Vaporsmiths.com for free. Vaporsmiths.com will give you a, a free starter kit, which includes actually two e-cigarettes and a charger and some other stuff, uh, completely free if you purchase 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. You go to Vaporsmiths.com, use coupon code FTL when you buy 40 cartomizers or call 855 to get vapor 
It's vaporsmiths.com, 855-2-GET-VAPOR. Some of the other advantages include, hey, not going out and standing by the dumpster in the rain when you want to smoke on break time. Uh, besides a longer life, more money in your pocket. It's significantly uh, uh, less costly. And... You don't have to worry about secondhand smoke and people complaining about that, uh, you know, and whatever damage it might do to your uh, family. And lots and lots of good flavors. Not only do they have cigarette flavors, uh, including menthol, but they have cherry, vanilla, strawberry, cloves, all kinds of great flavors at vaporsmiths.com. 855-2-GET-VAPOR. 855-450-FREE is our toll-free number. Let's continue with you and your thoughts. Matthew calling from Connecticut. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark. Uh, hi, Ian. Uh, hi, Nemi. Hi, Mark. Um, hey, Matthew. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah, um, I wanted to uh, comment on a caller who called in yesterday. I don't remember his name. Um, he was kind of, uh, he was complaining about the activism in Keene uh, and how it, 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 it just, uh, he didn't find it suitable. He, he was complaining about, you know, people calling themselves voluntarists um, with their with their name, Um and, right, uh, and he specifically said that I silenced people who disagree. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, what I wanted to say about this this guy was, um, uh, f- firstly, that he he seemed to think like um, uh, like he, like there could be change, like without without taking any you know any risks at all, or or, or you know making any kind of any kind of stand, you know for. He, he, he just seemed to think. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I'm not entirely sure. I want to hear what you have to say. Like. Uh, well, it, it was like he. It was like his view was almost like, uh, you know, oh, just, just don't, uh, don't break the law at all. Um, yeah. Don't rock the boat. That. Don't upset the apple cart. Yeah. This is bad. It's really turning me off. I don't want to come there because of what you guys are doing. Why don't you just back down? Why don't you just uh, be be obedient and then beg for permission? Yeah. And uh, it, why don't you it, run almost, for office and just do all these kind of unoffensive things? Yeah, it's almost like uh, he unknowingly was um, uh, was was talking um, vicariously through 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 an authority figure that he encountered in uh, public school or something, without. Uh, without realizing it, he kind of embodied that kind of attitude. Well, you know, it's it's like- fine with me if someone thinks that my style of activism, uh, which, you know, to some extent involves some risk and uh, standing up for one's rights and that sort of thing. It's fine yeah, if he disagrees with that. But what's not fine, you know, what I was really taking issue with in this gentleman's part was that he was using it as an excuse to do nothing. You know, it's one thing if you disagree with my activism. It's another thing oh, if yeah. you say, hey, I'm not going to be active because of that guy over there because he's active and doing something different than he what he I would do. going to move to the free state. For, uh, you know, wasn't interested in moving for the free state project. Because um, that doesn't me. mean he's not going to do anything. I don't know what he intends he to do. He says he's not going he to do anything here. He right. didn't outline yeah, what he was going to do. But I think that there's yeah. an important uh, thing to, you know, having lived here for more than five years now and being sort of on the periphery of the activism in Keene, I can say that what my experience experiences in this town is is if you say you're a free stater that people look at you like your hair's on fire and that one of the reasons is that much of the activism that's been done here i don't think that it has done anything to forward liberty i don't see any evidence of that well you've been ignoring the evidence mark and we've uh, tell me about the evidence for you uh, to you before well, see, I wouldn't have perspective on that, Mark, because I don't, I don't live there, so I'll just, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for that. But I will say, um, one, one other thing I wanted to say about this guy was, it seems like 
he didn't have a a liberty attitude towards the liberty movement. It was like he which which is sort of it didn't seem like the right approach. It was like he wanted the liberty movement to be what what he wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And seeing it very very narrowly, it seems you know, counter to what the whole thing's right. about. Not only that, but if the liberty movement in New Hampshire wasn't what he wanted it to be, well, his he's going to take his actually, ball and go home. The complaint was actually the opposite. His complaint was that he didn't feel welcomed in the liberty movement because he didn't share every single one right. of the um, yeah. of, of the beliefs of the liberty folks. And I and you don't have to. I, well, I have right. certainly encountered silly. folks that want to talk about the, the thing that you don't have, uh, that you don't believe about liberty as opposed to the many myriad of things that you do. Right, right. Well, anyways, uh, I'm out of work. i got to go back some groceries, but uh, have a great night, Matthew, guys. thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just a convenient excuse to do nothing uh, in my book. Yeah, we don't and know that he's doing nothing. You're just Do assuming. nothing in New Hampshire. It was a convenient excuse to not join the most exciting, most uh, exhilarating, uh, ex- best opportunity to achieve liberty in our lifetime. That is to get together with other like-minded people and get active. It was a convenient well, excuse. Used to not do there those are things. other options these days. I mean, with the really? with the Erickson Council and with uh, Patry Friedman's uh, looking around, going on what's in, okay. what's going on in Honduras. Well, those I mean, aren't happening yet that I know of. Not so yet, and I think the, the Free line. State Project has a lot going for it in that yeah. way. I'm not I'm not willing so to say it, that it would is, you say it's that true you, that, that you have ruined it. But I will say that, that it, the Free State Project is the most exciting opportunity uh, out there today in existence. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, right now, yeah, right. I, I want to see some uh, want to see some more things happen. I'd love to see more options. I have market. lots of hope for those um, at the same time. I have hope for for the Free State Project. I want liberty um, to, to happen. But I've got to say that I think that to some extent the, the outside the system activism has set back the op- opportunities for liberty in the state. I think I think that can be said. I think that probably it's a, a debate better held at a at another time, not in this immediate conversation. But what I would like to add to to this point, I didn't hear the caller last night, but Derek did talk to me about it after the show. Right. We went back and and re-listened to it because we were both concerned that we handled it maybe uh, not as positively as it could have been. And we ended up determining that we handled it just fine. Yeah. I I think it's important to note that the, the group of activism activists here and the activism that you do is there's all sorts of different opportunities that you can get involved in and you can say yay or nay to all or none i'm like uh, school outreach i personally don't don't find that high up on my list of important things to do that gets me out of bed in the morning so Lurking i don't about the middle school right you, you know <laughs> talking to the kids not not really my thing i don't begrudge you or anybody else that that feels that's important to go do that. Whereas, you know, you and I may cross paths on something else, like the Tom Ball immolation video and the point of getting that released. As, as To me, it's a matter of principle. I believe it is to you, you as well. You know, so I think the group of activists here all have different things that they're interested in doing and interested in pursuing. And I, I don't think that I could wholeheartedly agree with you, Mark, I that, that it hasn't... Hasn't promoted liberty at all. I'll back like I'll back up to a little bit on the statement in in the sense that I don't individually look at any of these pieces of activism and can't say, well, this one's bad for this reason and that one's bad for that reason. My critiques are a little amorphous. However, I can see the results over five or going on six years now, and I'm wondering where's the freedom. 
Well, Mark, it's a lifetime project. I think you don't we've, get freedom we've lost in five it. Years. That, you know, a few years ago, filming the police was an easy thing. Filming the bureaucrats was an easy, easy thing. I don't Still agree with that at all. Police. I don't agree with that at you all. You were going into, you were getting into courts. So it was a carry. lot easier. It was absolutely not open carry. The here backlash rights for us, but open carry has been the toll free number eight five five four fifty free. It's free talk live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can take control of these airwaves. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. You're free to call in, talk about anything, and the show's live seven nights per week. That's right, seven nights a week. And if you've missed a moment, just go and click and download as many as you'd like over at freetalklive.com. They are there for you to uh, enjoy at your leisure. All of it free at freetalklive.com. And if you want to support the show, go to promote.freetalklive.com. And that's where you can download web banners and graphics, high-res graphics, by the way. Make your own Free Talk Live shirts or whatever. Uh, put the logo wherever you want to. And uh, not only that, but you can also find other stuff there like flyers that you can print out and customize to uh, your area. If you happen to have like a radio station that airs the show, there's a station flyer where you can promote what station we're on and what times we're on, that sort of thing. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to download some of that stuff. And it's all free, of course. Promote.freetalklive.com. Coming up February 23rd through the 26th, just uh, several weeks from now, uh, the Liberty Forum is back. It's uh, skipped a year. Unfortunately, last year it didn't happen due to some organizing issues but the original organizer the giant himself chris lawless is back uh, he's a giant yeah there's there's news today i don't remember what the website was but it's an internet meme uh, uh, basically at this point uh, some uh, somebody basically has a picture of uh, ron paul receiving and there's a man that stands uh, you know head and shoulders above everybody else in fact he's cut off by the picture at his shoulders because he's so know, big he's so big and uh, uh you he's know, like seven says, feet i'm tall voting for ron paul because he's got a freaking giant and right. it's funny. I mean, Ron Paul has a giant. And, and sure enough, that giant is it's Chris Lawless, Chris Lawless, who is a super activist and the organizer of the Liberty Forum. So you can meet the giant if you come to the, <laughs> uh, the Liberty Forum. Uh, so and not, not only will you be able to meet Chris Lawless, the giant, but also lots of other uh, great folks who will be there speaking, uh, such as Michael Cloud from the Center for Small Government, John Lott from the book More Guns, Less Crime, Michael Bolden from the Tenth Amendment Center, Jody Emery from Cannabis Culture Magazine, Carlos Miller from Photography is Not a Crime, and so many more, including Peter Schiff as one of the keynote speakers. And uh, go get the details over at freestateproject.org slash liberty forum. Uh, that's freestateproject.org slash liberty forum. Use our coupon code and save yourself 10% on the already very affordable registration fees over at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. The code you need is FTL2012. It's a great time. Not only do you get to see the great speakers, and you also get to hang out with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, hundreds of them, all in the same hotel for the weekend. If you don't leave after the weekend with new friends and new connections, you haven't been talking to people because uh, it's an amazing crowd of folks. 
and they're so friendly. It'd be really hard not to, to – I mean, people are going to talk to you. Yeah, and there's, of course, mixers and uh, late-night parties and dinners and luncheons and all kinds of excuses to socialize and network. And uh, a lot of the people you'll be meeting, some of them are going to be New Hampshire natives, but a lot of them are going to be folks like uh, Mark and myself who have uh, who've moved here as part of the Free State Project in order to become active for liberty. Nemi, are you planning on going to the uh, I am liberty going Forum? to Liberty Forum. Excellent. Your first, your first one? This is my first one. Super. I'll be one of those native people you're talking about. That's right. So you can uh, meet Nemi and Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live and it will be fun. So come on up. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Coupon code FTL2012 to save 10%. All right. So we'll continue here. And of course, we'll take your calls about anything. Let's go to Keith in New York City. Keith, you're on Free Talk Live. Keith? Hi. How you guys doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind, Keith? Uh, I'm just really curious. Um, I spoke with your screen call earlier. I just found out about your station maybe three days ago. Uh, I went to the website uh, yesterday, the Free State Project, New Hampshire, and I'm really just trying to get information because um, uh, I'm a reformed Republican. I used to be a Republican. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I never really paid much attention to politics until after 9 11, like probably most people. And it just. I had a college professor who was a libertarian, and he, you know, we talked, and I, I figured out I'm a libertarian. I've lived in a lot of states. I've lived in Texas, Colorado, California, Oregon, Florida, Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, and they all have one thing in common, man. They all have tyranny, man. They all have just laws on top of laws and top of laws and top of laws. And it's yes, just they do. crazy. And I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm reading up about New Hampshire. I never knew much about it. You know, my parents were Reagan Republicans, and they go, you know, if you ask them, they're, oh, they're all communists up there. And whatever. Right. Everybody nice. in New England is a is <laughs> an nice. liberal intellectual. New Hampshire is a bit of a well kept secret uh, in regards to that, but it's certainly we have our own dose of tyranny here. We were talking about uh, some of it in hour number one of the show tonight. So I mean, we're not. It's not the free state. There's a lot of work that needs. But it to be is done. the freest state in the union, as reported right. by the Mercatus the, Center. The tyranny. Here here is less than it is in other places overall. Uh, in specific areas, it tends to be pretty bad, like in the court courtrooms here in Cheshire County, New Hampshire. But the other courtrooms aren't as bad in the rest of the state from uh, from my experience. Yeah, I haven't had anything remotely like the problems I've had in Cheshire County anywhere else. Right. So, you know, we have we have our share of problems, but this is the place where if anything's going to change, it's going to be here because this is where the activists are coming. This is where hundreds have moved already as part of the Free State Project and thousands Thousands more are pledged to move. And, of course, you also now have the Shire Society coming out, uh, which, which is something that New Hampshire natives can become involved Yay. in, which is great. And so <laughs> this is the place where, in my opinion, the future for liberty is the brightest, even if right now we're not free quite yet. Well, I just, you know, I, I'm not scared of court. I, all those states I just named you off, I've been to every single one of those uh, courts. Some of them I had to do time in. And almost every single incident was just, just me be trying to be me, just trying to have fun. I wasn't bothering nobody, and things happened. Mm-hmm. Things got escalated. The police were not nice to me. And I always point out to them that, listen, man, my, my taxes pay for salary. You got to be a little nicer to me. And they, they never liked that. And, no, uh, they don't. They well, don't feel like they owe you anything. You know, and I, actually, both my parents were cops. They were both ex military <laughs> cops. And my father actually quit being a cop because. You know, he told me like 20 years ago it wasn't like that. Like, they actually helped you, you know. It helped the old lady. So I've heard trees. from the old timers. And a lot of them leave because they're frustrated with the newbies in the, the business. So uh, we've talked to a police recruiter in the past who is no longer a police recruiter because he couldn't stand the, the poor quality of the recruits he was getting. 
fire. I mean, it's all nepotism. I don't understand how these guys get jobs. If you talk to them for five minutes, completely shouldn't uh, up your spot. They're letting this guy carry a gun <laughs> and take away my freedom and possibly hurt me or kill me. And it, it, it's really amazing. And, I, you know, I just feel like I'm in a bizarre world. I talk to it. It doesn't matter if I talk to a Democrat or a Republican or a liberal or conservative, whatever they want to call themselves. They just, they have no clue. Like, yo, this is a republic, man. We're not a populist democracy. I think, what is it, Thomas Johnson? He said, uh, democracies where 51% of people tell the other 49% of people what to do. I don't want to live like that. Well, I don't want to live where so-called representatives tell me what to do either. I'm not interested in either a democracy or a republic. I think we, uh, there's no use whatsoever for the federal government and that uh, any level of government is detestable to me, but certainly the more centralized and the more hierarchical it is, I think the, humans the worse. need government. I think that any level of uh, government, uh, I think that the state and top-down mon- uh, monopolistic organizations are tend to be tyrannical. Yeah, and the more power you give them, the more they abuse it. So I'm just like really curious, like what is a free state? Like what what do you mean by free state? Because I mean I'm really intrigued. I'm really kicking about moving up there. Well, it's a project. Well, th- okay, so New Hampshire's a regular state that happens to be a little freer than uh, than the majority of them. Actually, all of them, but just slightly. Uh, I think it was Colorado, Indiana, South Dakota came in pretty close. Was it Colorado on the first list? I don't recall, Mark. Okay, at least Indiana and South Dakota. I may be misremembering Colorado. I'm not 100 percent sure um and it's what we're doing here is we've moved enough people that we can hopefully have some effect on the society in new hampshire or the government or whatever it is that uh, you know floats your boat um and in in the hopes of having more freedom the idea is to stop the inexorable growth of government and one of the th- cool things about the free state project is we currently have uh well, it's 14 12 to 14 liberty uh, excuse me free state reps in the state house representatives and we have uh, about 125 that have been endorsed by the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance which means that there's a very strong libertarian veto which means that you know no law is going to get through the house without being able into the government without being able to pass through these sort of uh, pro-liberty reps. Now, they're not perfect by any stretch, but we have got done a lot of work in the first five years or so. And uh, well, Just know. as an example, the uh, the reps just recently passed a couple of interesting bills that are pro-freedom uh, on the gun issue specifically. Uh, they, they've approved guns on campus and also recently approved uh, getting rid of the carry permits, the requirement to have a carry permit now, so they would have basically constitutional or Vermont-style carry, where you don't have to ask permission to, to carry concealed. However, the man who calls himself the governor has uh, vowed to veto both of these bills. So well, there's still a, a there's still a, a problem, and that is, you know, the the head office, uh, the executive is standing in the way of a lot of this stuff. Lynch does not like guns, but that's okay. Lynch is on his way out. That's true. He's not running again. This no, year, correct. I have a question. I, I was looking up the New Hampshire state constitution on the internet, and it said something about a council, and the council can override their governor. Yep, what, what that's the executive council. That's true. What I would recommend is you go to freestateproject.org, find the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. Dig into that and call us back with the other questions you have. Thanks, Keith, for the call. More coming up. 855-453-453. Hour 3 is next. 
BigEdPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Thetis Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are kicking off the third hour of the program. You are invited to dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features. Uh, something's wrong with my microphone, apparently. We'll give you the features on the site there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Dot com Here tonight with you, it's Ian. Not me. And Mark. All right, so 855-450-FREE, right back into your phone calls. And coming up, if we get a chance, uh, Nemi, you're going to give us an update on pot and your lungs. That's right. Uh, but first, let's go to Brian, listening in Olympia, Washington. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey there. Hey, Brian. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was calling because everybody was talking about moving somewhere like Keene, where you can run for office and maybe change change the world there, which is a great idea. But uh, I myself and my wife are going to move down to South America. Hmm, okay. We're going to hook the truck up to the trailer and drive down there because... Can you drive to South America? Things, uh, you can drive all the way to Panama, then you got to get shipped around the Darien Gap. Yeah, it's like okay. 100 miles of the jungle that eats every road that gets built. Yep. Hmm, but... Okay. Uh, even if it turns out that it's it's just like it is here, at least it'll be warm and tropical, and I can you know maybe get a farm and grow coffee because that's what I want to do with my life. Cool. But I, I was just calling tonight to see if uh, if there's anybody else out there that might want to head down there to just check it out. Um, I have an email address I'd like to share on the air so I can send some info that I've compiled, and uh, you it can may get you weird emails, but you're welcome to try it. Well, I made it just for this. Oh, okay. It's uh, <laughs> it's. It's road to liberty at hotmail.com. Is that road the number two or road T O Liberty? It's R O A D T O L I B E R T Y at hotmail.com, all spelled out one word. So you're wanting people who are interested in a potential move to South America to get in touch with you at uh, road to liberty at gmail.com and try to put some sort of an exploratory kind of thing together? Well, we're going down there regardless, but I figured if other people wanted to go, we might save money if there was a bunch of us that like RV parks. Yeah, yeah, certainly if possible. You're, if you're adventurous and you want to go all the way around the Darien Gap, it can be expensive to have your vessel transported because mm-hmm. it's awkward. So if you got a bunch of people wanting to do that, I'm, you can get a better deal. Interesting. Save some money. I'm being selfish. What can I say? Come help me save some hey, money. Sure, Maybe man. get some sounds, you know, fresh coffee. It sounds like more fun. Do you have a particular people. country picked out or uh, just South America in general? It's a big continent, you know. It is a big continent, and there's awesome things like flying snakes in Bolivia. Ugh, but wow. uh, <laughs> Sorry. Ecuador, <laughs> don't go there. Uh, Ecuador, unless you like that thing. Ecuador has got a very nice constitution. Uh, apparently, they just had a nice little revolution a while ago. Uh, from best I can tell from reading everything, apparently their last government was Texaco, 
and they were unhappy with that. So in true South American Latin style, they took to the streets and screamed and yelled, and apparently they got something done. So that looks cool. Well, hey, you know, let but, us know uh, how it goes. Yeah. I mean, whether you end up going with others or it's just you and your family, uh, you know, give us a call from the road if you can, and uh, let us know what your what your trip is like, what your experience is, and uh, I think that would be interesting. Well, I listen enough. I'll definitely call and tell you all about it. Great. great. Anything else you want to share tonight, Brian? No, it's great. Go Ron Paul. Thanks Go for Ron the call. Paul. Appreciate it. It seemed like it would take years in in place to really know whether or not um, you you feel like you've made the right decision. You know, I mean, that's a it. Not to say that it's not know. interesting. You might know right away if it was the wrong decision. You it, you could. <laughs> Let's go, uh, like, you know, if you ended up in a South American right. jail, for instance. That, that would might, probably you know. be a, something that would quickly change your mind about uh, the, the, the proposed liberty that you might receive there. Let's continue with Chad calling from Ithaca, New York. Chad, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Oh, well, I mean, we're not trying to silence you or anything, Chad. So go ahead with your <laughs> thoughts. This is the guy who called last oh, night, by the way. You. Um, I didn't call to be hostile, and I didn't call to be hostile yesterday. However, I do have to call to defend myself a little bit. I think you put a lot of words in my mouth where pigeonholing me is something I'm not. Uh, I don't really think that's fair to do. I don't think it's really fair to say that I'm, you know, want to keep my head down or like I'm too much of a coward to do that. That wasn't my criticism at all. I didn't call you a coward, Chad. I think it's really unfair for you to say that. I did not call you a coward, Chad. No, no, you you implied. I I apologize. You, You directly implied by saying specifically something about like Chad's type who wants to keep his head down and wants everyone to keep their head down, and that's not fair nope, at No, that's not I what I said. That. Not what I said. In fact, I went back and I listened to the call last night just to make sure I, you know... No, no, uh, I, I, meant, I meant today. I meant today on the show. Did I say you wanted to keep your head down? Yeah. I think I said yeah, that yeah. you wanted to uh, stay in New York and that you didn't yeah. want to join yeah. the uh, the liberty movement here you, in New York. You Hampshire. wanted to do nothing, I believe, is uh, what you said on, yeah, on a couple you of occasions. Said, you specifically said that I like people to keep their head down and like I was too much. I didn't want to like, ruffle any feathers what's sort of your attitude towards it. And that's not fair at all to pigeonhole people like that. Like, you're not giving any credence to what I'm saying. And then the irony that your next criticism is that I only like things done my way, that is fascinating. <laughs> He's poning you, dude. Really what are really you talking about? Okay, uh, Ch- Chad, how about this? What is it that sure. you want to do for liberty? What I want to do for liberty is what? I think we need to spread the message in a way that appeals to the general populace. I think we need to... Pick our battles better, not just go out to do something that antagonizes people to get arrested. If we're going to get arrested, it should be the rock we chose to die on. We need to be appealing. We need to create uh, you know, a base where people feel like we're being victimized and being arrested. They're not glad we're gone. That's what I'm saying. That's my criticism. You know, I, 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 I hear this, and this is something I have said all along uh, regarding some of the outside-the-system activism here in New Hampshire. And I told the activists, look, I think you should stick with filming with the courts. That's a good uh, hill to die on because it's something that everybody can get behind. And somehow or another, it's not. Um, like, you know, it. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares that activists are being thrown in jail for filming in courtrooms, in court lobbies, um, at, on in courtroom, uh, in court uh, parking lots, on sidewalks next to courts. They don't care. And I thought that that, sure enough, Americans would care about that kind of thing, and they don't. Well, you know, what I'm hearing from you there, Chad, is what you're saying is that you, you know, use the term we a lot, like we need to pick our battles, this and that. And it sounds to me like you think you know what's best as far as activism is concerned, and you'd like everyone to emulate what you think is best. No, well, you know, I think that everyone thinks, you know, everyone has in their mind what they think is best, and they like people to follow it. The difference between you and me is that I'm not simply saying that everyone who doesn't follow my way is some sort of coward or not pigeonholing their views as lame which is the word you used when you described me in the podcast, 
it's unfair to do that kind of stuff. It's kind of a bullyish attitude to do that to someone just for calling very nicely to criticize. You're the one who's calling in trying to tell everybody how to do their activism, Chad. I've never once told you what to do. I've never once told you that I don't think your activism is valuable, whatever it is. Uh, I don't know what it is, and to me it doesn't really matter what it is because you don't live here. Uh, but, uh, you know, well, I really... Like, I'm, I don't understand. Like, you specifically said earlier that you assumed that I did nothing. That was exactly what you said earlier. Mark had to correct you three or four times and say, you don't know that Chad does nothing. It's not fair. Like, that's not fair. You're right. That would not be fair. If I if I said you did nothing, I apologize, Chad. You did. I don't know what you did. I don't know what you do. So so that leads us to the question. I was part of the Libertarian group on campus. I wrote out award-winning Libertarian column. Uh, I participated in television debates. I spoke to college classes. I participated in Occupy Wall Street. I've been arrested during the Bush anti-war protest. I've been everywhere, and I've done a lot for liberty, and it's not fair. You pigeonhole me as some sort of coward just because I don't appreciate your activism up there. Well, what you told me yesterday was that you don't want to move to New Hampshire because of me, basically, and people like me. And that was, you know, that was kind of sad. And that was really what I think we focused on yesterday. And if I told, if I said you did nothing today, I will apologize for that, Chad. Right, well, thank you, because you did. And, uh, like, it isn't necessarily, like, you guys will factor in it for sure up there. Like, but I just called to criticize, you know, to say that I'm sure there are other liberty-minded folks who feel like I do about the way the activists up there are doing things. And if we're not part of your particular club or we're not doing things your way, it's sort of your way or the highway. But somehow you want to spin this and say that I'm, you know, only, only my kind of activism is uh, the type that I approve of. And that's not true. I'm simply, my criticism is the exact opposite. But I'm concerned that your type of activism is all you approve of and everything else you criticize is lame. But we told fact- you that that wasn't the case. Last night, Derek J. made it very clear, as did I, that there's a variety of activism that goes on up here. I get involved in as much of it as I possibly can. Uh, Mark, you would agree with that, right? I, I certainly do, but I do yeah. think that he's uh, he's got a strong point when he says that you try to silence people. You don't try what? to silence them. You essentially shout them down and name call. What are you talking What's about? Chad was on for an entire segment done it. last no, no, hour. I, I, I didn't say that he silenced. I said you name call and you shout them down. I didn't call him any names last night at all, so I don't know what you're talking about. Chad, didn't we can bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Didn't call him a name last night at all, so you're wrong, Mark. Talk live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, at freetalklive.com, we give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, features like the Shrine of Female Listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will take you there. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine. Shrine.freetalklive.com. If you've ever had to deal with the the police in a, a court situation or um, you've been done wrong by somebody and you, you feel you need to take them to court, 
it's likely you felt run over by the system. Either you paid a bunch of money to a lawyer or you couldn't get any kind of justice out of the system because you don't know the rules. If you don't know the rules, you're fighting in the dark. Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have attorneys and for people who do have attorneys that need to watch what their attorneys are doing. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Um, how to file motions, get evidence, uh, do all the things that you need to do. And it's it's a four-CD course. The average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. Um, you can get a four-CD course. You can take it with you in the car, you know, wherever you want to learn it. It's a great course, and I've uh, I've experienced it myself and, and recommend it. It's uh, for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It works everywhere. There's all kinds of free legal advice there at Jurisdictionary.com, the weekly tips and tactics newsletter the uh, free legal dictionary there's free videos and of course you can buy the course jurisdictionary.com remember when you uh, check out to use the pull down menu to uh, mention free talk live so they know where you came from it's jurisdictionary.com all right so we're going to continue here with uh, our critic who is is on hold uh, chad who had called last night and then you didn't get to hear his call last night uh, but essentially, you know, the gist, gist of it was that he's disappointed with some of the activists and their tactics in New Hampshire. And so, therefore, he doesn't want to come to be an activist in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. He was interested at one time, but basically he's been turned off to it. And mm-hmm. now he's back on the line here tonight uh, suggesting uh, – last night he said that I silence uh, opposition and that I shout them down and call them names. And I don't feel like that's true at all. Uh, certainly, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I get emotional sometimes. You know, we're humans. Sometimes we do that stuff. But one of the nice things about having a show that's not a monologue is the co-hosts on the program, uh, in this case, you and Mark here, uh, can check me and I can check you. And, uh, you know, sometimes I check Mark when he gets out of control and Mark will check me when I'm doing something that I, I shouldn't be doing. I think it's a system that works. I think so, too. And so I think if I were doing what Chad says I'm doing on an even a somewhat regular basis, I'd be called on the carpet more often for it, but if not by you, Mark, well, but by more callers or other that, people in the studio. I think that Chad, what Chad did was threaten the very base of your existence. Chad said, I am a Free State Project signer, and I'm not going to move, and the reason I'm not going to move, to some extent, is you. Now, for you, this is an extraordinarily important thing because you want people, you are a zealot for the Free State Project. You want people to, and as am I, I mean, I think it's a great organization. You want people to move, and you would hate to think that something you've done has caused that to happen. So rather than oh, no, pounding this out, wait, no, wait, no, no, rather it's... than pounding this out, Chad, I'm going to ask you, what are some things that Ian could do, or the act, I mean, specifically, we're talking Ian, Nimi, and Mark here. Um, what are some of the things that Ian can do? in order to make his activism better in your eyes? Uh, first off, uh, thanks for having me back, guys, by the way. Uh, but first off, uh, stop the collective attitude. I think that there's some sort of problem. I know that we all covered, and Mark made a good point, but why you all use the voluntary Freeman name, and I understand that uh, point to some extent, but I feel like the collective attitude that surrounds that is a little bit disturbing, and it turns the general populace off. Like, I, I mean, like, I can only speak to myself, and, like, and I guess it's unfair for me to say it turns the general populace off, but... There is something, like, extra collective about doing that. And then because of, of, uh, of that collective nature, I think that a lot of times when you speak, you sound dogmatic. And that turns people off right away, especially liberty, liberty-minded people who tend to be uh, very individualistic, you know? 
Code words always turn people off. They sound culty, and they feel, um, you know, whatever those code words might be, the terminology, and we use it here on Free Talk Live, we'll often call the government uh, an organization that claims a monopoly privilege on the use of violence in a given landmass or whatever, uh, uh, you know, claims for itself the right to use uh, violence against people. We'll, we'll use those kind of uh, uh, clicky terms, and they do turn people off in general. I mean, I've experienced this in my life when somebody, when people will use kind of clicky terms i'm like you know i've heard this just a little too much out of you and i'm done trying to play your your fun little dictionary game that's that's it yeah like that's exactly how it makes me feel and i feel like every conversation starts degrading into a discussion of are you a voluntarist or are you an anarchist or are you a minarchist and like none of the actual issues get discussed or actually doesn't, doesn't get discussed. at least this is just my personal experience like i will not speak uh in generalities but my personal experience has been that every conversation seems to degrade into a discussion about rather I'm a violent person if I if I support any government at all, and even when I try and say like you know I'm not going to get into that like I don't even want to discuss how much government I support I don't think it's relevant to you know to the issue. It seems like everything is now put in that context. Like everyone wants to find out, hey, are you a voluntary Freeman? Like are you on our side? And I think that that scares people like me away. I I haven't gotten that sense at all, Chad. And I've been I've been around here. I've lived in Keene for f- almost 20 years now. Yeah. I I think if. That what I could say to you, if you are interested in moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, from what you rattled off in your list earlier of the activism that you've done already, I think it's it sounds to me that you are more of an inside the system versus a civil disobedience kind of, of activist. And and there's well, room. I don't know. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Like, that's what I mean. It Why doesn't have to be. It he does, said he got arrested. I mean, that's... Yeah, sounds like he's got all his cred. It, it, it doesn't... It, <laughs> <laughs> right. It sounds like he'd fit right in up here, which is why I'm even more confused now. I mean, yeah, I thought last night, based on what you were saying, Chad, I thought you were like a total respect the system, inside the system kind of person, because usually the, that's this is the message I, I hear from the most, like, you've got to respect the system kind of activists, because they don't like that I don't respect the system. Um, and that's what I was hearing from you. Now I find out that you've actually gotten yourself arrested as a part of your activism. It, it makes me even more bewildered as to why you wouldn't want to be around a group of activists that essentially shares the same uh, level of uh, activist values. It shouldn't be will to you that much because you shouldn't be putting people in such generalities where you assume that just because I'm criticizing what was going on, that means that I'm an in-the-system guy, or I pose that. You put me in a group in opposition to yourself. It sounds a little bit like a religion when you do that, and it no, people away. I, I'm asking to clarify, Chad, because I, sure. didn't, I didn't hear your call last night, so I'm not trying to pigeonhole you, and, and I apologize for my mistake because clearly I was, I was incorrect. My ultimate point, however, though, is if you disagree with with the um, let's call them tactics, for lack of a, another term, of of the folks in Keene, there are plenty of other areas and lots of people in New Hampshire that would probably be more to your liking. Tried to explain this to him last night. Didn't. It didn't phase him. Well, I think he's probably been he's been to the Free State Project a couple of times, and it sounds like he's entered into some conversations with some people that would rather debate than do activism. And there's plenty and of people around that do yeah. that, um, that, that would rather uh, talk to you about your religion or how uh, deep and wide your uh, liberty philosophy is than actually do real activism. They, they're, they're actually the sort of bad leaders, the, um, and they're in every group, you know, people that undermine um, you know, the, the, the things. And I don't think you, Ian, fit into this category. However, I do think that some of the um, – like there's not much room for – you don't leave much room for people that disagree with you. I think that it's a different complaint. But I hear – what I hear from Chad is, is he's his experiences along the way. And if that's so, I don't think 
that by living here, you would experience that very often. Okay, well, I want to come back to the question. If, Chad, you want to stick around, you're welcome, too, because you'd asked him what he would suggest that I do differently. And so far, change your name has been always come up with. So we'll give him more of a chance to explain himself here. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's uh, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of these airwaves and bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Toll free number 855 453 SACL CAI toll free line 1 855 450 3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Nami. Nami. And Mark. She is so into whatever she's Engrossed. doing. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find my page because we were going to talk about marijuana and lungs. Yes, and if we get a chance. But uh, we, are, of course, we'll, talking, uh, we'll talk to you first about whatever apologies. you want at 855-450-FREE. Bitcoins, they're the world's first free market peer-to-peer digital cash. They can be used anywhere in the world without needing permission from any government or corporation. They can't be counterfeited or inflated, and now you can buy them with credit card or PayPal. Memory Dealers is proud to offer physical Bitcoins that you can hold in your hands, but they can also be transferred back into normal digital form at any time. They make great conversation starters and gifts. You can be part of the currency that's transforming the world. Buy your Bitcoins at MemoryDealers.com. Again, it's MemoryDealers.com. I just uh, made some purchase, uh, purchased some Bitcoins. I think that uh, they appear to be they appear to be moving upward, and I thought it was uh, time to get in. I'm uh, I'm a little bullish on Bitcoins right now. All right, so uh, we're going to continue here with our conversation with Chad. I know, uh, Nemi, you had a question or something else you wanted I, to point I, out. Let's get let's we're, get him back on the line. We'll bring Chad back on here, yeah. but just to uh, bring our listeners up to speed, he called last night, basically said he was interested in the Free State Project, which, of course, we talk about a lot on Free Talk Live, because Mark and I, that's the reason we moved to New Hampshire, is to join other like-minded, liberty-oriented people to get active uh, to achieve liberty in our lifetime. He said he was interested until he heard Free Talk Live and uh, was turned off by my approach to activism. Uh, he does not like some of the things that I and other activists who, uh, who are like me are doing. And so, therefore, that was reason enough, he says, to, uh, to not join the Free State Project or to leave. I think he said he had joined and then he uh, has rescinded his membership or something like that. I don't sure. think so. I think he's just not sure interested. Correct me. He's yeah. not going to move because of yeah. certain types of activism, which led me to think that maybe he was of the kind of respect the system mindset uh, because he seemed to be critiquing you know some of the uh, i guess you could say more disrespectful things uh, that uh, that we were doing and mark you've asked him for sp- some specific suggestions as to what to do to i guess make the movement more appealing what was your question exactly mark? Uh, you know basically that what what can what can ian specifically do um in order to to make it you well, know, it's not just me right it's me and others who are sure but you can't control their right. actions right right but they might be listening so maybe they'll you know maybe they'll be concerned for what chad is saying so chad uh, you said change your name because you don't like the whole uh, ian freeman thing you don't like people calling themselves freeman it sounds culty and uh, and strange to you go ahead I think that's an oversimplification. Uh, I just want to clarify, and I will answer your question, 
that I've been listening to Free Talk Live for years. I'm 25 now. I probably started listening to it when I was in high school or my last year of high school. But I've been with you guys for a long time. I just never called in before. So I've seen you evolve, and it isn't like Free Talk Live turned me off because I've been a big fan. I used to be an amplifier, you know. Um, so I'm a big fan of you guys. I don't want to make it sound like I hate your show, and I'm just like one of these people listening to it anyway. But um, uh, to answer your question, it isn't necessarily the whole change your name thing. It's to stop speaking with and acting with a collective identity. I think that turns a lot of people off. Uh, so the whole freedom and voluntarist uh, name thing is just an example. But I think speaking in terms of collective identity, like uh, I understand that when people feel weak, they collectivize and they tend to form groups. But when that happens, you have to watch sounding dogmatic. I think you sound dogmatic quite often. I think that scares people away. You said last night specifically that you didn't care what the locals thought about your activism. I did not say that. Derek J. said that. Correct, but you agreed with it. I actually no, I don't think I exactly agreed with it. I think it is important what some people think. However, in certain circumstances, uh, you know, there's a certain weighing factor that goes into play. Like, so for instance, when we did the uh, the singing at the Santorum event, clearly that was going to upset some locals who were there trying to listen to what this hate monger was saying. Uh, but on the other hand, it made for some AP news and got huge publicity. So there's a certain balancing act there, and uh, you know I'm willing to trade off some people feeling upset for a large amount of publicity. Correct. And like I understand you, you said your goal was you want to do appeal to activists more uh, for more than the company of New Hampshire, yes? I definitely want to get more people here because I think that when uh, activists touch the lives of other humans in this community, they have to change their mindset. They they inevitably can't believe the lies that they've been told about the activism because there's a lot of misinformation that gets uh, swung around here thanks to like the local newspaper, for instance, just not telling it straight and uh, rumors flying about. But when you actually end up working with another uh, – when you work with a free state or a liberty yeah. activist, when you uh, encounter one on the streets, when you talk to one of them in some other circumstance, then that just blows away all of the misinformation out there. And this is one of the things Mark doesn't understand because he doesn't he doesn't actually live around here, and uh, you know he he doesn't really connect with these. People. I think but I can. Does. I think I can um, really relate to some of the things that Chad's saying, and and I can speak for myself in in that I I have lived here for a long time. Um, I've been watching and waiting the the free keen folks here specifically, but the Free State Project as a whole to kind of see how it's going to go. Is it going to be a flop? Is it going to be a success? And I think the the most conversations that I've had, the most common conversation I've had in the last month or so with folks who are especially, uh, we call them townies here, so townies and locals, is actually trying to get folks to paint with a finer brush instead of, of painting with a broad brush. And I think we've talked about collectivism in this call. I think that's great. And I, and Ian and I earlier in the in the show, during one of the breaks, we were talking about the different types of activism that we have here. And there are several things that I personally won't go do, but that doesn't mean I, I'm going to stand in Ian's way. If he wants to do school outreach and that's not my thing, that's that's great. If I want to go do gun rights and, and that's not Ian's thing, that's that's fine too. But there's there's a group of people here who meet weekly to kind of exchange ideas and say, this is what I'm I'm up to this week and we work together. Whether Whether or not we necessarily agree or endorse other people's ways of activism so that's not okay, something that, like that's that not something you see there right i'm sorry i didn't mean to talk over you it's hard to hear <laughs> yeah it's hard um, that makes total sense to me but uh it's i guess the issue with uh i want to go back to Ian's point about you'll have individuals in your community who uh you know you'll work with and you know go to church with or go to school with and like battles for activism to get more access there 
um, that'll spread liberty to Gilmore activists there. And that's true to an extent, but I think you have to still have some sort of sense of PR when you do things. Like, if your activism is literally designed just to get activists there, but it ticks the locals off, then it's not good activism. Like it's not good. You still but it depends on how many you're talking about. Chad. I think it de- depends on your definition of good as well, and it depends on which locals we're talking about are going to get angry. Look, anything that is done is likely going to upset someone. The question is, how many people did it upset? What portion of people did it upset? Uh, and how important are those people that uh, were upset by it? I mean, for instance. A lot of stuff, whether it's political or apolitical or whatever, is going to upset people inside the system because anything that threatens the status quo is going to piss those people off. They do not want their positions to be threatened. They don't want their power to be threatened. And as soon as you start having political success, they'll zero in and target you like they did Julia, uh, who is a co-host on this show, when she ran for political office. Uh, this was before any – like. This was before a lot of the civil disobedience that happened. They went on all-out attack against her. They threatened her with felony charges. They came out against her simply because she was offering her paychecks up to the people that voted for her. She was willing to give her paychecks back to the community, basically. And they threatened her with felony uh, gambling charges uh, because of that. I mean, they, they will do whatever it takes to, pr- to protect their, uh, their, mono- their monopoly, basically. So you're always going to upset somebody. And if, you, if that's your indicator, of whether or not you do something, then you'll talk yourself into doing nothing because eventually you're going to upset someone if you are successful. As Lionel says, uh, you only take flack when you're over the target. I think make, Ian yeah. makes great points, and, and I would further this that, I, I again, I'll speak for myself, in terms of the court video, um, I, Chad, I think, and Mark, I think I, I would have agreed with you maybe three months ago that um, Freaking and the activists here had not done anything to necessarily promote liberty i don't or, know, promote but forward it or forward it yeah. and and i think actually I, I have to disagree with that because i initially i thought oh gosh it's those free staters oh my god they're down causing problems at the court can't they just go home can't they get a job yeah. that's what we usually get so what and, freedom do i have now that i didn't have three months ago it's becoming an issue that now folks who are here are realizing that it's not just the problem is not just the free state folks that there is a bona fide issue at the courthouse. Right, a guy set himself on fire to help bring attention That's to that right. uh, issue. That's and, right. Hey, and Chad, it's... thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Hopefully, you don't feel silenced tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. The SACL CAI toll free line. I think that was a little hyperbolic on his part last night. More coming up. Free talk live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live and only moments remain, but maybe enough time for your call at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com, and enjoy the features 
that, we give it to you there. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Nami. And Mark. Uh, don't forget, you can support the show over at free, uh, freetalklive.com. There's the promote page. There's also the shopping page. You go to shop.freetalklive.com, and when you enter Amazon through the links you'll find there, Free Talk Live gets a portion of whatever it is you're buying. So go to shop.freetalklive.com. Also, the AMP program allows you to get behind the show with 3 bucks a month, and you can support Free Talk Live to get the ideas of freedom into more people's ears around the world. Even if you think it's weird that I changed my last name to Freeman, you might still want to acknowledge the fact that Free Talk Live is probably the most successful uh, liberty-oriented radio program out there. And maybe you'd want to help us get the ideas of freedom into more ears. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to do that for three bucks a month there with uh, any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right on the site. And you get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, forum, podcast, and more. That's AMP. Dot freetalklive.com. So we're going to continue with your calls here, uh, but real quick, wanted to address the issue of collectivism and the last name thing. My reason for changing my last name, as I cited, I think last night, was not some collective, like I wanted to join a collective or something like that. I don't think anyone is doing it for that reason. And I don't know what their personal reasons are. I can't speak for them. Uh, but uh, like, for instance, Ademo uh, from Cop Block changed his last name to Freeman. Derek J., who's on our Tuesday nights, is now known as Derek J. Freeman. And so it's certainly not uncommon that uh, that activists will do that. But for me, my reasoning was... I had come to a point in my life where, you know, liberty has always been very important to me. And I just decided that I really wanted to wear it on my sleeve, so to speak. And so I wanted to change my last name for the purpose of, you know, it representing who I am today. And mm-hmm. you know, I was born and given a certain name. And then I chose a name, which is a very individual act. It's not a collective act in any way, shape or form. But I can understand why people would look at and look at that and say, huh, that's weird. Look at all those people with the same last name. But a lot of people do have the same last name. And I think to some extent it's about anonymity. It's kind of like we are anonymous. Anonymous is powerful to some extent because there are a lot of people who are, you know, somewhat faceless. And that, you know, that that the, the Freeman name seems to to fit into that to some extent. The voluntarist came about because Facebook banned the use of little symbols in people's names. So, so like, for instance, a demo was a demo V Freeman because right. he was using a circle a circle V. v. They, but they, then Facebook stopped people from being able to use the circle V's and the circle A's and all that other stuff in their names. So people would start spelling out voluntarist as like their middle names so that mm-hmm. when they friended other people who had like uh, ideas on Facebook, they would be able to create a bigger network faster without, you know, sending messages and things like Actually that. Actually knowing who they're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't see any collectivism going on here and any accusations that there are collect- that there is collectivism happening here. I mean it just it's it rings hollow to me. It I really think the does. critique about dogma um doesn't isn't helpful because if we're dogmatic, we don't know how we're dogmatic. And also to suggest this is cult-like in some way would suggest that, you know, usually cults have a a, a leader of some sort. Well, at some least sort there's a central idea. Okay. But cults, I mean, have very specific uh, factors to them. And one of them is, you know, there's usually a a leader to the cult. Like we talked about the cult of personality of Ayn Rand earlier, which is a creepy kind of culty thing. Um, I don't see that here at all. Like, uh, yeah, I have a radio show, but I'm just a regular guy, right? Like, this isn't the Ian Freeman show. It's not the Ian and Mark show. You do try not to be the leader. I, I, I do try to be as background as I can while at the same time acknowledging that I am foreground and there are certain things that I have to do as a, as a result of that. Uh, but anyway, let's continue with you and your thoughts here. 
And I'm no, I'm not going to change my last name again. I I like Freeman. <laughs> I don't so. know. Ian Liberty kind of has a ring to nah. it. Yeah. No, I originally considered it was it was a toss up between uh, Freeman and Lawless, and I thought Freeman was more positive sounding. But then I would have been accused of like joining Chris Lawless's cult if I joined. It's a great last name. It was a great. I I still think it's a good choice uh, for for some people, but just seemed to be on the negative side. Anyway, Chris is in New Jersey. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Emmy and Mark. Hey guys, hey Chris. I, uh, I, I wanted to uh, stick up for Ian, um, and I, I actually do think changing your name to Freeman was a little weird the first time I heard it, because um, I still think of you as Ian Bernard, but, you know, whatever. Um, you know, it's I, inter- b- before you go on, it's interesting, my real last name is an Edge, and nobody ever gives me any crap about it. Well, you didn't change <laughs> it on the air. Well, you, know, well, you did change it I did from change Manwich. it. My name used to be Manwich That's on true. the air, and it's been years, but um, that was the case. <laughs> uh, Manwich, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Mark, That's I right, baby. Man sandwich. I, I tried to find out what your, your last name was. I wasn't able to, to sort that out. But whatever. Oh, you you change your last name, whatever. Uh, so I've been listening to your show since about 2007, and then um, I used to find Ian super annoying uh, back around that time, and I, I really liked Mark because I found that Ian was very dogmatic in the way he would deal with people who disagreed with him, and um, really just he, he wasn't, I don't know, but his style of conversation was a little off-putting. I, I'm, I'm more of an in-the-system kind of guy. So it, I did find that off-putting. I stopped listening for about a year for various reasons, and then I started again, and I found that Ian is completely different. He's much more conversational, much more open. I mean, Ian still clearly has ideas that he really believes in and will argue with you about them, but I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like you're much more open now, Ian, and, and I really do appreciate that about how you've evolved over the period that I had stopped listening. I agree with that. And if Chad, if Chad thinks Ian's annoying now, what the heck did he think previously? Because <laughs> uh, I think both of us have gone through right. a, a certain uh, – the show itself has gone through a certain change that uh, – It definitely has. Thank goodness. I mean, it shows that we're we are able to change, and that we're not this right. um, monolithic uh, icon I, that I, never so changes. Funny. Kind maybe, of conservative. Maybe Ian Freeman is a funny name, but Ian Bernard was way more annoying. As a person. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I see. I like the word refined for Ian because Ian and I met right. a couple of years ago at, at a Social Sunday event and, and he is very intense and he's still very intense, but he's, he's um, refined is the word I've settled on. Um, and wow. working with Mark and Ian here in the studios is, is fantastic. It's very fun. But I, I can definitely relate to some of the remarks that you guys are making and that it's it's a kinder, gentler Ian. That's how I feel, right. you know. I mean, I've I've moved away from uh, anger, and uh, you have to be prepared to move more, brother. And, move and, more. And, and Thanks, think, Mark. I, Working I on that. I think that where you're at now, Ian, actually does a service to people who aren't, um, you know, on the streets, activists getting arrested. Guys like me, you know, I live in the People's Republic of New Jersey. Um, where I'm sorry. That, 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 I know it's not your your approach wouldn't be the best here. However, I listen to your show, and it it sort of inspires me, and it gives me ideas about how I can do my best where I am. And and I think, I, I don't know, I, I like where you guys have gone to over the years. Right Excellent. Well, thanks for the uh, the thoughts, and we've actually had some folks uh, move up here from New Jersey recently. There's uh, there's one of them sitting in the studio Woo-hoo. with us uh, right now, as a matter of fact. And uh, so thank you, Chris, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, I mean, we're all growing. We're all changing over time, and hopefully we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, you have to remember, whenever you're doing stuff, when you're getting out there, putting yourself out there and uh, being visible with your activism, you're never going to make everybody happy. And if I can't make uh, you know, the gentleman earlier who was on the line with us uh, happy, Chad, you know, if I can't make him happy, then okay, 
That's all right. I'm, I'm willing to accept that because I know that there are other people who do appreciate what I do. Uh, I know for a fact because they've told me. And uh, so I know that there are other people out there who haven't told me, but they also appreciate it. And I know that there are a lot of people that appreciate Derek J and his form of activism. And at I, the same time, I know there are people that critique uh, myself, my activism and Derek's activism. And that's entirely valid, too. You should do whatever strikes your fancy and whatever you feel is the right activism. But the thing that I really disagree with the most about Chad's point was that he would allow others activism to dissuade him from getting involved here in new hampshire which to me is the best place for anyone who loves liberty especially anyone who's as active as chad claims to be uh to, to certainly be. be more supported here there are people here who vehemently disagree with the uh, the approaches that some activists take but that's okay they can focus on their own activism and do their own thing and, and perfect their own path agree to disagree you know yeah, that's, exactly that's how i feel about it it's a big state no doubt, uh, but it's not that big. But big enough to where you don't have to be around people you don't want to be around. Let's continue with Veronica listening in Indy to WXNT. Veronica, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, hello, guys. Hi. I love you guys. Thanks. Go um, with your thoughts. If, if my memory serves me correctly, and I, I've studied this philosophy years ago, I believe it's Plato's Republic. And every time I, I, I hear people talk, and I, I agree with just about everything you guys say, now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Plato said instead of a president, one guy running the country, there should be a triumvirate, three three people. And when people reach about the age of seven, they're given a battery of tests to figure out uh, what they're best at. Bad grammar there. And then they're given a liberal arts education, but they are um, kind of channeled into um, ultimately what they do best. So ultimately, people are doing they're trained to do and they ultimately make money doing what they love and they love what they're doing and it would kind of be utopia on earth if that's possible veronica i don't know where you're going with this and we don't have time to dig in to find out but make a note call us back tomorrow night call earlier in the show and we'll get you on we'll dig in uh, to what it is you have to say because i'm a little confused at the moment i really want to know more about what you have to say but unfortunately we are nailed to the clock so i wish you a good evening and uh, if you didn't get on tonight uh call back tomorrow we'll talk to you then thanks free talk live dvd books music instruments periodicals computers software electronics photo cell phone office products home and garden bed and bath furniture kitchen pet supplies automotive hardware apparel shoes jewelry grocery healthcare, sports and outdoors toys games used and more it's a department store at your fingertips shop.freetalklive.com get all your shopping done get a great deal and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit free talk live when you enter amazon via shop.freetalklive.com 